This is the Sixers Group Therapy Podcast, our 25th episode, actually. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Pods and leave a five-star review. On today's episode, we miss Ben Simmons. The Sixers blow out the Hawks tonight, making them 41-21, and and thus clinching a playoff spot. They are now one game behind the Nets for the one seed. We make predictions for the rest of the schedule, as well as MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. We also look back to the four-game losing streak and if it's a cause for concern. And finally, our top five favorite Philly athletes of all time. So with that being said, here's First Name Dane. Another session of Sixers Group Therapy, the only Sixers podcast that is also a food podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. I am your host, Alex Wynn, aka Nuge. And guys, we have a new review for the first time in a while. This is from Bree KB. It's titled Wow with four <laughs> exclamation marks. These guys are the best. This is my favorite podcast, and I am their number one fan. Trust the process. Five stars. Beautiful. Well, I am with the guys that make this podcast so enjoyable. First, we have Academy Award nominee, June 1. Oh, Koreans are taking over. <laughs> They've had a lot Fast. of wins lately, June. Yeah, those are the best movies ever, by the way. I-, <laughs> I can't believe that lady that won. I've watched her since I was like in elementary school. Like, I didn't know she could speak English. And she was giving us the speech, acceptance speech and everything. I'm like, wow. I've heard she's like the Meryl Streep of Korea. Is that true? Yeah, she's in like all the famous like dramas and movies. Did you, she, did you see... Director sorry, or actress? Actress. What's that latest movie, June? I got to see that one. Minari. Everyone Minari. watch it. It's good stuff. Uh, I, I got to watch. I got to find which place to, to stream it all. You got to let me know. But did you see where they asked her what did like Brad Pitt smell like? Mm-hmm. And she said, I didn't smell home. I'm not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but let's go. I can get used to this tradition of the Koreans winning out at the Academy Awards. Let's, let's keep it going. But uh, go. next, we have the Crypto King himself, Crip Hamilton, a.k.a. Dave DeBacco. How are you, buddy? Uh. I'm good, guys. I owe it all to Elton Brand. He made me hate the Sixers so much. I needed a new hobby. Here we are. Kirk Hamilton was born. <laughs> Game diving back into it, Dave. Um, and last but not least, we have the official financial advisor of the pod, who looks a little—he <laughs> looks a little, a little lit tonight. <laughs> JB Mudbones, uh, what's up? Nothing on this podcast can be taken as financial advice. Please. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been it's been a while since our last pod. Uh, about three weeks. There's been some ups and downs, but first we're going to start off with the Sixers blowing out the Hawks by 44 points tonight, wow. leading to their second straight win. And now the Sixers are 41 and 21, but a game back from the Nets. Uh, last pod, we were still in first. Now we're in second place. We're going to start it off with. 
the quick reactions from the last two games. June, you go first. So what are some notable takeaways? I think uh, if you guys follow me on Twitter, I tweeted out that, hey, this is going to be some easy wins. Let's blow them out and get some rest in uh, for, for the next game and watch our young pups play that, that they've been raving about. <laughs> uh, so that has been a treat to watch. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're not playing really good, like, competition, but we're handling our businesses, like, you know, beating OKC, team that we're supposed to beat that's be clearly tanking. And who beat Boston? We, we beat them, and we beat the undermanned Hawks today without – Lollipop, uh, <laughs> whatever his name is. I Dirty Pop. <laughs> Dirty Pop. So, yeah, two great wins, and uh, we'll play them again. Yeah, the, the young pups uh, came out for basically the whole quarter. We got to see if we can go to Summer League because we're going we're gonna to finish undefeated in the, in the Vegas Summer League with, with Maxi and Isaiah Joe and B-Ball Paul. Dave, what did you watch from in the last two games? What did you say? Oh, it's so nice. I had missed the, like the of the last 10 games. I probably missed the first four uh, and um, some good wins. And then I last week, all we went 0 and 4, I think the Bucks twice. And then we lost to the Golden State and the Suns as well. Finally got to watch those four games 0 and 4. So that was pretty frustrating. But man, the last two games, nothing like a nice stress free blowout. Good old fashioned load management, the old fashioned way. Blow them out by halftime. The young pups, the young guns, B-Ball Paul, Tyrese Maxey. Oh, my God. How good is he? He's back. He's back <laughs> to, like, $100 on Rookie of the Year. I'm Like, he's just – it's all coming back. He's coming out of the doghouse. He got second quarter minutes tonight. I couldn't believe it. I mean, we were, we were up by 30, but still, nice to see him not in, in, uh, in garbage time. So, it's great. Let's – um, you know, the most important thing, we'll probably talk about number one seed and all that. I, I could care less if everybody is healthy. This is tonight's the first time we were 100% the whole team out there, right? And, and and probably since we got George Hill, I think. Is this the first time we're full strength tonight? I uh, might be. Starting lineup wise. I think so, yeah. So that's great. I love it. Let's do that every game and go up by 30 by halftime and sit Joel and let Paul Reed and Tyrese Maxey blow out the garbage time lineups. And I love it. It's great. It's nice to win. Very comfortable win. It's been nice the past two games. JB, before we dive into the the, the hot questions, what, what did you see from the last two games? I just pulled up the the box score from tonight on Yahoo Sports, and the first highlight is Brandon Goodwin with a deep three versus the Philadelphia 76ers. Who the fuck is Brandon Goodwin? Um, Dave Silver propaganda, clearly. <laughs> but – Last game against the Thunder, Paul Reed had some of the most cool plays of all time. I was so pumped for him. His Twitter is better than my <laughs> wildest dreams. Um, but, yeah, I, it feels good to still have uh, half of Dave bet, Dave's bet riding on Tyrese Maxey to win rookie of the year. It's not over yet. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. You're right. Lamelo's oh, out. Wait. And one no. more. Uh, I used to be a fan of this guy, but Chris Dunn is the biggest loser in the NBA. Punk. Coward, loser. I would, I'd be mad too if I was a fifth overall bust of the league. But fuck <laughs> you, dude. Don't ever push the nicest kid in the league, Matisse Thybulle. Mm. You loser, coward, loser. <laughs> I think it was June. June tweeted like, "You gotta be some kind of asshole to get the nicest player in the league to get mad at you." Like, I, he, have you seen that smile on Matisse? Yeah. You have course. him talk shit to you. 
Oh, Chris Don, you coward. <laughs> and Shake Shake Milton stepping up to defend Thibault, which is like the best thing he's done in weeks. Wow. Let's go. Yeah, see, that really he's is been playing all right. He has lately. His his three point shot is coming back a little bit. Yeah. A little, a little go... less TOS. Yeah, it's yeah. So, so weird. Yeah. I think Anthony Tolliver has he's the new TOS. Paul Reed's got we, TOS a little bit too. We didn't even talk about Anthony Tolliver because that was weeks ago, but we have newly acquired Anthony Tolliver. <laughs> he's, Horrible. He's so bad. How do yeah. you get another ten a ten day? I have no idea. How's he been in the league this long? I think I'd rather have Mike Scott out there than yeah, from what too. I've seen from Tolliver. <laughs> he had two foul shots? Oh, he must have got fouled for three. Good for him. He did. He did. Um, anyway, um, yeah, but before these past two games, we had a four-game losing streak. All without Ben. Guys, is that losing streak any cause for concern? Uh, I think it shows that we need Ben Simmons. I'm not concerned because he should be on our – he's our starting player. He should be on the team. So he was hurt or sick or whatever, angry or sad or mad at George Hill. Who knows? We don't know. (laughs) But we we look like a completely different team when he's on the court. And granted, June said we didn't play the best competition. We played tanking OKC and the Hawks without – like half the starting lineup, but still, it was nice to see him on the court. I'm, I'm glad to see that he looked fine because we really didn't know what was wrong with him. He was out for five games, five games, four games, for with yeah. a mysterious illness that I think, quote unquote, he said it was a viral thing. Mm-hmm. So it was a flu. Who knows? But he, the bottom line is, he looked fine. Um, uh, June, Dave, are you concerned about that losing streak? Go ahead, June. Uh, I kind of forget, but they were kind of close games, right? Like it wasn't like we Besides didn't the get blown out. Oh, the box was uh, blown out. No, I'm not really, really, really worried. Like Ben's clearly like our like one of not the anchor, but like a really key piece to our defense, and our defensive scheme just looks completely off without him. Because now you have Seth Curry actually having to play defense. And Orfmas having to play defense, even though I think he's better than Seth. But uh, yeah, I think missing Ben was a uh, pretty important against those really good teams. But I'm not really too worried. Dave, never been less worried about anything. It's uh, it's fine. Everything's good. Um, if we if we went 0 and 4 last week with the full squad, then I'm concerned. But no Ben, as, as much as we like to criticize him and talk about how he's just, you know, not the uh, ideal, not his skill set is not the ideal, ideal skill set that you'd put next to Harris and Embiid. And as much as we complain that Harris isn't the ideal skill set you put next to Simmons and Embiid, he's still really good and uh, shows, like JB said, it shows how important he is and we need him. We need him out there, and we have him again. And he looked fantastic tonight. Really, really good in the first. He took over the first quarter. He won the game in the first quarter for us on both ends. He was making fancy passes like he did in the uh, when we drafted him in that summer league. Aside from the from the long twos that he was knocking down with regularity, he like once a game he had some crazy no look pass that made you jump out of your seat. And I feel like he never ever has like those wow moments passing the ball, but he had like this one, no look pass tonight to Toby. I was like looking on the other side of the court. Like he completely faked me out 
And uh, I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just missing it, but I feel like we don't see that enough from him as much, as much as I thought we would like after we drafted him and saw him in summer league. So anyway, great Ben game. Good to have him back. Really happy. We're full strength, not worried, get to the finish line in one piece and we got a real shot. He's had a really weird year, you know, and obviously he's going through a lot and it was just nice to see him be himself a little bit. And we should have known when he tweeted out his usual game day emoji for the first time in what feels like three months Mm. that he was going to go out and kill it today. But uh, JB, sorry, I cut you off. What are you going to say? As someone who put $10 on him to hit a three tonight, (laughs) he might be what June almost referenced. He is he the anchor of our defense? He uh, might be. Him and Embiid equally. Yeah. They, they look a, like a lot better with him on the court. I mean, about, granted, who we play. Let's, let's break down who we play. We played the Steph Curry on fire Warriors where Steph went off because we had no one to guard him. That's fine, whatever. Uh, then we played the Phoenix Suns, who were one of the better offensive teams in the league. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, no Ben Simmons. Won. So. Uh, we we were in that game. So and then the Bucks is we you know we had no one to throw at Giannis besides Embiid. So the the Bucks you know what, at the, they blew us out early in the first quarter and then we were kind of like sticking with them and we even made a nine point game, and then we kind of ran out of gas because it was the second night of a back to back. Really weird how they manage Embiid's games last week, but whatever. So uh, I guess I'm answering my own question. I'm not worried, but sorry, JB, I cut you off again. <laughs> Imagine, uh, go ahead, JB. No, I mean, we are missing our se- uh, second best defender or first best defender. Obviously, it showed. What's a little awkward since we last potted was we we had the Embiid pod on Zach Lowe where he basically wanted Defensive Player of the Year, but was like, fuck it, I'll take MVP. And maybe Ben, my teammate Ben, which I love, deserves Player of the Year. But he's like, but I should get it soon, too. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? There was a few media tours. There's Embiid making his case. He was with like on ESPN with Stephen A. Smith also making his MVP case, which we're going to get to. Um, and then you have Ben also on a media tour saying he's a defensive player of the year. Gobert can't guard one to five like he does and that he deserves it. And we'll get to that race as well. I know June wants to talk about uh, Gobert's breakdown versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. But anyway, my, I, I just got to tell you real quick, my, my approach to Ben for the rest of the season is he, we need him. It's past the point where we can make any changes anyway, so it's pointless to talk about it. He's on our team now. We're 10 games away from the playoffs, 11 games. We need him to be himself. And if we want any chance at sniffing an Eastern Conference title, we need him playing at his best. So until the rest of the season, I'm not talking about what he can be or isn't and what we wish he was. I just, I'm taking him for him and we need him to get his game up for the playoffs. What do you guys think? Yeah. We never said that he was bad. We wanted to trade him for James Harden. We never said we wanted to bench the guy. He's fuck. We need that dude. Last pod Dave was trading. him. <laughs> well, no. Yeah. We were trading him for a player that would help the team too. If if we had some psychopaths out there saying that he should be benched, then they should. I I don't have anything PG to say. <laughs> uh, well, guys, um, the next 10, 11 games. Sorry, we have the Hawks next. Very winnable. 
we have the Hawks again. I don't know if we'll see Trey or not. Who got technical foul? Did you guys see that? <laughs> then, what? Dirty Pop did? <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the bench. He was in his hoodie on the bench, chirping right after the Chris Dunn technical foul. Um, after that is the San Antonio Spurs, Chicago, Houston, New Orleans, Detroit, Indiana, Miami, and then Orlando twice. So very winnable games. Hoping to win ten. at least nine, ten of those. How many did you just name? Uh, 11 games. 11 games left. We should win nine. And then we have three back-to-backs in those last 11 games, though. We should win nine. Those teams are so bad. Yeah. Miami should be good, although they're not, which I still don't fully comprehend. Orlando stinks. Atlanta stinks. Detroit stinks. Spurs stink. Who's good? <laughs> the best team we're playing in that is Atlanta. There's Atlanta, San Antonio, and Miami. Those are the best teams we're playing. Orlando's tanking. We should win ten. I take. I changed my decision. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's actually these are the, actually the final ten games. So I, I hope to win at least nine. Yeah. How many should. games do we need to win to take the one seed? Oh, that's a good question. Oh. What's What's Brooklyn's remaining schedule? Very hard. The Bucks and Brooklyn have at least they. I think they both still have the Suns and they play each other twice. So you got to mm. think they're going to split that. Let's go. Uh, Brooklyn just beat the Suns. Oh, Let me pull up the rest of their schedule. Um, but they have, uh, they have one up, game on us right now. They're one game on because they didn't play tonight, right? So they have this is the next games for the Nets. They have the Pacers away tomorrow, home versus the Trailblazers, away away versus the Bucks. Uh, Two games versus the Bucks back to back. How are the Bucks getting all these uh, home and homes against us and the Nets? That's what kind of bullshit is that? Adam Silver. Adam Silver. Uh, yeah. Uh, after no. that, ooh, the away at the Mavericks, away at the Nuggets, ooh. Yeah, away at easy. the Bulls, home, home, home versus Spurs, Bulls, Cavs. That's their final three. Oh, for three at the end. So, how many <laughs> losses do you see? We five and five. This is the ooh. wrong. This is so wrong because it's not true. But I almost feel like when you're in first in your division, you could say you control your own destiny, which. Does not apply here because we're not first, but come on. We play 11, 10 scrub teams and they play like four hard games. Yeah. They're going to lose one and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very possible that we get the one seed. Very, very, very possible. Yeah. Which... Yeah. We're only, we're only a game back. They're 42 and 20. We're 41 and 21. It's just one clean game. And right uh, now, we, we own the tiebreaker, by the way. Yeah. We do. Yes, we so do. We only have to tie them. Huge. That's it. We're, we're, getting the Bucks. Bucks. we're getting the one seed. The Bucks were two and a half games up. And they own the tiebreaker, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, they're, that's I'm not worried about them. I'm not worried. I, we're going to get the one seed. We're going to get the one seed. Oh. And here, get this. Joel Embiid will win the MVP. <laughs> no I just, way. <laughs> I don't see a case for anyone else. I really Wait. don't. Jokic. Jokic. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, that dude, that fat loser. No, <laughs> it's not going to be Jokic. It can't be Jokic. He's uh, who, who was supporting Oh, Shaq on when we were playing the Bucks. I love to have Shaq on our side. Yeah. He was like, I don't care how many games he missed, which, of course, since it supports our guy, I love the argument. <laughs> if it was going against us, I would say, oh, he's got to play 82 games or 72. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's the MVP. 
I saw hey, this video clip. I saw this clip of Rachel Nichols, and she went mm-hmm. absolutely went in. It was I wanted to stand up and and applaud. She was she was just going in about how at the, the at the at that time. I mean, literally up until the other night, we were the number one seed all year, all year, and we probably still will be. We will will end up being the number one seed all said and done, hopefully. But you know, the East is not the, the East has Kevin Durant and James Harden and Kyrie Irving and Giannis and fucking you know, Jason Tatum and all these guys, the East is not a cakewalk. You know, it's, it's not the West, you know, people always use the, well, they're, they're good in the West argument, but the East is not, you know, it's not a cakewalk and uh, everyone fails to leave out defense. It's like, how can you not like Jokic is fat. He's (laughs) fat. Okay. He can't, he's unathletic. He cannot move laterally. He's, he's a fucking stiff. And defense is 50% of the game. He's a great offensive player. Their stat lines are basically identical, you know, give or take some assists for Jokic and some points for Embiid. It's the same shit, you know, it's, but Embiid is, is also could be very easily be the defensive player of the year. Whereas Jokic is a, you know, matador defense. He's terrible. He's ter- and he has the fucking uh, oxygen advantage and he's still, and he's still fat and slow and stupid. So there's no way. <laughs> he looks like he smells so bad. He can't win the fucking MVP. Oh, he stinks. stinks. He stinks. <laughs> Denver, LA, first round of the playoffs right now. That's fun. Mm. Lakers? Yeah. Ooh, wow. That's what crazy. The Braz will be back soon, right? Remind me how the playoffs work. So right now we're two in Miami seven. That's not ha- – we wouldn't play them guaranteed. They'd be a part of that play-in. Bowl. Yeah, the so, play-in play tournament's first. So, yeah, so seven plays eight. The winner gets the seventh seed. The loser goes on and plays the winner of nine versus ten. Oh, that's crazy. The winner of that game gets the eighth seed. One and done? One and done, basically, yeah. That's kind of crazy. I'm I'm, going to really enjoy that. So we have what? It will be Miami Miami versus Charlotte, Pacers versus Wizards, who won like nine of the last ten. Yeah, and the then, Wizards are nine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wizards are eight and two in their last ten. Yes. So Miami beat Charlotte in just playing off pure rankings. Miami beat Charlotte. They're in seven. Indiana beats Washington. Indiana beat plays Charlotte for the final eight. seed. Yes, sir. Wow, that's kind of fun. That's fun. Yeah. They might make I, that permanent. Did you hear about that? Can't, it I couldn't need, it be Dave Silver's idea. It had to be someone else's. I need to see it in action. That sounds like a fun game. It sounds better than last year. Last year's was dumb. It was like. It was like um, eight had to win two, uh, one game, but nine had to win two games. Like that, that was kind of dumb. Don't really care about that. So this is, I think, this is a lot cooler. Wow, and out out west too. Oh my goodness, Portland seven, Memphis eight, San Antonio nine, Golden State ten. Jesus I, I, I see that as Portland seven, Golden State eight. Pretty, I pretty love confidently. Memphis. Portland's blowing out Grizzly the Grizzlies tonight, but the Grizzlies did win like two in a row with them last week. Wow. So I, I love the Grizzlies so much. They're so cool. John Moran's yeah. so cool. Jaron Jackson's back too, right? He is. Yeah. Very promising. What, was his was his an Achilles? Very promising player. I really like Jaron Jackson know. too. I don't know what happened. Um, but the star power in that playoff, you got Dame Lillard, John Morant, Seth Curry. Wow. Spurs, who cares? The Rosen. <laughs> but guys, how important is the one seed to you? It's not really important. Think oh, about really? this though. Think about this though. <laughs> <laughs> Look who we play. Possibly, if we beat the say we beat the one eight seed. Look at who we're possibly playing in the second round. Knicks. The Knicks or the Hawks, 
or or the Celtics or Heat, who I mean <laughs> at this point they're so inconsistent. Like we like we if we want to be a true contender, we cannot be scared of them. You know what I mean? I'm scared. I'm not, that's the thing. I'm not scared. Yeah. If we're if we are 100 healthy, full squad, right? right I'm not scared right, exactly. of anybody. I'm not and scared. If we lose to them 100 healthy, we should just blow it up. I would love the number one seed. It helps my it helps my conviction that Embiid is is the hands down MVP and it's not close. Because um, it's, it's them or the Bucks. If I had to pick one seed or make it to the finish line, hundred mm. percent, I'm taking the finish line ten times yeah, out of yeah. I would take them fully healthy, but maybe we can get both. <laughs> These games are both pretty easy. possible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, These it's, games it's, are very winnable, you know. So maybe you do like we did tonight: blow them out early, rest Embiid, rest Simmons, rest Tobias. It's there. All healthy. It's there. <laughs> It's all right there. We'll see how it plays out. You see the freaking Nets to lose a couple of games. I, uh, I have I, every, every podcast, I have my random observation that I noticed while someone else is yeah, talking. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, uh, oof, Chicago gave up an awful lot for Nick Vucevic, huh? That's not looking too good right now. As it stands right now, if, the, if it all ended today in the lottery held form, Orlando is picking number eight. That's Chicago's pick and number three, their own pick. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even realize they traded their first round pick this year. No protection. I think it's protected. I'm trying to find out what the protections are, but right now it's, it's Chicago's number eight and it goes to Orlando, which is dope. That Chicago trade never made sense. Did they truly think that was going to make them competitive? (laughs) That was like a best case eighth seed. So stupid. So Levine, they're building around Levine and Vucevic. I guess they're not going to, I guess they're going to re-sign Levine because if not, are they building around Vucevic? What the fuck are they doing? Mark Eversley, baby. You just got star, uh, star, star power. Oh, no. oh my God. It is Eversley. I totally oh, no. forgot about that. But they had the Arturis Gaditis or, or no, that's the, oh my God. Arturis <laughs> that's Gaditis. Yeah. That's who we, that's who we traded for the Kings pick swaps. Um, who's they had, they got the Denver guy, Arturis something, the, the Denver assistant GM who was supposed to be smart. That, that's got Eversley written all over it though. I don't know. Uh, Guys. So we, I guess we already touched on this about the seating. Like we have a pretty winnable schedule, so we're going to go for the one we're going to go for it. You know, I don't think they're going to like fool your rest players unless they have to for the rest of the season. Right. So one seed still in reach. Oh yeah, uh, MVP. Uh, I had some thoughts on the MVP. I would love for Embiid to win it. I'd vote for Embiid because he's better. But the media made up their mind, man. <laughs> it, it's 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 all over the place. Like he didn't play enough games. Is all they say. Even though they're what thirty two and and ten when Embiid plays. So like that almost makes the case for him. Even though he missed games, they're what nine and ten without him. And they have a, they're winning like 70% of the games with them. But the media made up their mind to keep talking. Like the, the TNT show, June, we were talking about this. They only, they only talked about the case for Joe Jokic was that NBA missed games. That's all mm. they talked about. They didn't bring up defense once. And assist. And assist. They didn't bring up defense <laughs> once. It's a, there's another side of the ball, like Dave said. So like, what is- the media made up their mind. I, I, I knew the ship has sailed. I kind of hope. He, I wouldn't mind if he didn't win because it's going to use as a, as a motivation like he did when Gobert was third-team All-NBA center last year. So, eh, whatever. Here's what – all right, here, here's what I'll say. This is, this is my, my final thought on the thing. You're right. You're right. The media definitely made up their mind. Um, or at least they can't get over that one thing. What is – so he – right now, if you look at the uh, 
league leaders, he should be number three for points per game, but he's not because he missed a certain amount of games. Zumoff said the other night, he, in order for him to qualify for the stat leaders for points per game, he has to play X out of the last however many games. What is that? How many games does he have to technically play the rest of the year? Does he have to play in all of them or he, he can only miss one or two? Does anybody know? I'm surprised that he doesn't qualify for that. It's, I thought that would have been like, it doesn't count if you play 12 games. Yeah, he doesn't qualify for it unless Dave Silver changed the rules because he didn't want him beat in the top three. Because he's a snake coward loser. Yeah. Uh-huh. What do you call him honest, a loser? Coward I don't loser? know the uh, I don't know the exact number. Yes. Well, play. here's what I'll say: if he hits that benchmark and he plays the allotted amount of games to qualify for number three in the league in points per game, he's winning the MVP. If, if we not, get first seed and they get fourth, fuck them. Yeah, exactly. If we get the one seed and he plays the qualifying, the qualified amount of games, he's getting it. He's getting it. He's getting it. If he, it looks bad. If he, if the season ends and he misses like five more games, and uh, he's not on the points per game leaderboard, then all right. Yeah. Fine. fine. But he's if he's play nine to ten. Yeah, he should play in every game. He should play the first. He should play fifteen minutes in each game because we're gonna blow everybody out, and it's gonna be there the Paul go. Reed show. They'll let him play uh, the back-to-backs. I would love it. Um, Ten-way ten Paul. <laughs> Ten-way Paul. Have you seen his his old tweets? They're actually fantastic. What they are a real? fun player to love. Is the 9-11 one real? <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't see a 9-11 one. Oh, oh there's, a not, there's a there's a like a Bush did 9-11 type thing. <laughs> it can't be real. It can't be real. That is so funny. Yeah. Did yeah, you see good. the one Embiid liked? No. <laughs> no, which one? B-ball Paul tweeted something along the lines like, if they start fouling you, that means they can't guard you. And then B liked it. <laughs> oh. The best weird. part was like it didn't have like any other retweets. So that means MB was literally looking at his profile and looking at the old tweet. <laughs> yeah, it's got uh, only one retweet since probably because MB did it. Okay, guys, I would love to me... hear love to hear the locker room locker room banter. Of, of Joel, oh, they're, probably, they're probably teasing breaking his balls. Paul, yeah, I uh, would love it. I would love to hear it. Uh, we we talked about it, but give me your official predictions because this might be our last pod before the playoffs with only ten games left. Do we get the one seed, and who wins MVP, and who wins Defensive Player of the Year? Um, I'm gonna be well. I'm giving us one seed, but I'm going. I don't think I think they give it to Jokic and loser Esco Bear. June, you look torn. Oh, man. We still have 10 games. Is this really going to be the last time we're going to talk, talk about this before the playoffs? I said possibly. It's oh. been three weeks since our last pod. I, I right. hope to get in our pod because it's going to be the home stretch. I do want a playoff preview pod too, but we'll talk. June, awards, All right. go. If, if I had to make a decision today, I think we get the first seed. Jokic wins MVP. And I think Ben wins Defensive Player of the Year. I hope. I'm going to agree with that. Dave, you're next. You guys know where I stand. I'm going full-blown hopium. Sixer sweep. Optimism, sixer sweep, baby. It's it's not a coincidence we're 20 years from 01. Not a coincidence. Mm. One seed. Joel Embiid, your MVP. Ben Simmons, your Defensive Player of the Year. 
Doc Rivers, hey. not quite coach of the year. <laughs> Shake Milton, definitely not sixth man of the year. <laughs> but one seed, MVP, DPOI, bring it home. AI and Dikembe, baby. Mm-hmm. I kind of hope like the Nets lose enough games that we can lose one or two because I, I kind of don't want to go on that, that huge win streak like we did in 18, just like to balance things out a little bit, you know? Because yeah. it was we like we had to lose eventually. <laughs> we got those four wa- four losses out of the way. That that flushed us out. I think I'm I'm fine. I'm fine winning out from here. We won 16 in a row. That was like straight vertical. That's not sustainable. <laughs> what a wild time! Oh my god. Yeah, uh, that was crazy. but like like I said, I, I agree with June. I think we are going to get the one seed just because I didn't realize until today how tough the net schedule is. But it also wouldn't surprise me if they won every game because they're they seem to be unstoppable. Anyway. I'm going to say Jokic for MVP just because I think the media has their mind made up. I think it's Embiid. Guys, guys. It's not, it's not my vote. It's stupid <laughs> uh, John Hollinger or, you know. Anna uh, Paul Reed. Doris Burke. Yeah. Doris. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think I think you're going to get to Jokic. And uh, I think Ben's going to win Defensive Player of the Year. He actually jumped ahead of uh, Rudy Gobert on NBA's – the NBA.com's ladder of Defensive Player of the Year. So, I think – his impact is very well known, especially after the last four games, and I think he'll win it. So, guys, I want you now to predict the moment in the season where you're going to go all in on us winning a championship. When is it going to be? <laughs> Two months ago. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm there now. I'm in there 19 now. for me, it was when Mike Scott hit the three and did the you know the the thumb to the throat mm-hmm. on the Nets. I thought we we're going to. No, actually, no. What am I talking about? It was the Embiid airplane. I thought we were going to oh, win yeah. after the NBA airplane. Yeah. So, wow. Joe, so many good moments. Ago, there Dave, so many you good said moments. you're already in. <laughs> yeah. Whenever we June. got Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the summer. Oh, it was all past uh-huh. tense. Love it. I love uh-huh. it. Yeah. We've always known. Are you – would you guys be able to this, – this, this regular season has been pretty enjoyable. Probably the most enjoyable I've had, unless you count the – 17, 18 year where we kind of, you know, defied expectations. Uh, I think this is end to end the most enjoyable season I've had. Are you able to separate a good regular season with a disappointing result? Like if no. we end up getting bounced in the second round, how do you look at it? Failure. Yeah. Failure, it's, right? it's everyone but Daryl's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Unacceptable. Unacceptable outcome. I, I, I can't do it. Yeah, I just – I would never – when – a disappointing result happens. I kind of tune it out. Like I've tuned out the entire 17, 18 season and the 18, 19 season because of how horrible it ended. And different, different times. We, we have MVP and bead a real GM. That's not idiotic. It's, we need to be bounced in something that says finals or a win ECF or real finals or else I will call for somebody's head. It'll probably I think be I have to agree. <laughs> I I said uh, I did say I was a lay off of him for the rest of the season, but after the season is fair game, right? Oh yeah. Uh, I can't wait for the off season. Honestly, that's my favorite time. <laughs> we get we have the home stretch to get through, Dave. We got this whole thing to get through, and the playoffs will be so <laughs> stressful. A full a full off season for Daryl. 
a full <laughs> draft. With, 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 we're a real team with like real playoff hopes and teams. Like, let's just get, <laughs> let's just fast forward past this. Wait a minute, we're picking. We have right now. We're picking twenty six. <laughs> I can't wait to see what Daryl does in a full offseason. <laughs> Adequate prep time for the draft. Full free agency. Oh, it's gonna be great. But we can do the playoffs first. We'll do the playoffs first. All right, guys. Do you have uh, anything to add about our Sixers before I kind of go off on a tangent to end the pod? Go off, my friend. That's here. So I met up with JB and Ann two weeks ago, last week. And they brought up a good discussion that I really liked and I wanted to bring on the pod. <clears throat> JB, you probably already know what it is. Who are your top five Philadelphia athletes of all time? Oh. Dave and June, I'm going to let you guys think. JB, do you have an answer? Uh, yes, I. you heard my well, answer. You go it, first? Was, it was absolutely – I know it's ridiculous. I, I want to hear it again. <laughs> you might need to re- remind me, but I know because these are etched in stone. Embiid one, Mike Vick two, obviously. Mike Vick was the most exciting Philadelphia athlete that I've watched. I never had a better time in my life. Um, who did I say three? Did I say T.O. for three? <laughs> yeah one year wonders following up on mike vick that first year of to first play preseason against the baltimore ravens and they bomb one deep for a touchdown wow and then he played with a broken leg fuck donovan um for what i say tj probably something maybe yeah <laughs> obviously i forget your fifth though fifth i probably stretched i know i didn't say philly i know i didn't say flyer I know I didn't say Dawkins, although I should have considered it. Um, I don't know. Maybe like Greg Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Lewis. It was like, I wouldn't expect <laughs> any other list. Oh, no. It was, AI. it was AI. It was AI. AI. He, gets, he gets fifth. Mine was uh, – one was Embiid. It has to be Embiid. Everything he's been through with the process. We were asked – the Sixers were so mediocre. We were asking for the team to do a tank job, and they finally did it in the craziest way ever. And Embiid was a myth for so long. He, for two years, we didn't know if he was going to play. And we and locked he, into him. He pandered to the fans. He called himself the process. He started retweet Armageddon and all that stuff. He's the coolest. I, he's way better than I imagined he could ever be. If we ever win a championship with him in Philly, I'm done watching sports. Embiid's number one. Number two is Allen Iverson. It has to be. Grew up watching him. The reason I like basketball Although I've, I've soured on him a little bit because I, I'm a little salty at some of the things towards the end of his career. But he asked me, number one, he's the reason I like the Sixers. The Ray was Dawkins just because he, he can't – it has to be Dawkins. He's, he's so cool. He's fired up, plays his heart out, kind of like Iverson, but for the Eagles and, you know, not a head case. Four was Ryan Howard. Mm. And I think we talked about on a podcast like one of like where Embiid's season ranks – upon some of the best seasons in Philadelphia sports history, that Ryan Howard season where he won MVP and hit 57 home runs was probably one of the most enjoyable seasons I've had. And then five, Nick Foles. Big Mm, dick. Yep. Literally became God for the Super Bowl and beat Tom Brady. So that's my list. Dave might be above AI. I might throw him (laughs) above AI. Let back quarterback for a Super Bowl. (laughs) I well likable. Number number one. I mean, you guys have me second guessing my number one. My number one is is AI. AI. Yeah. yeah, it's AI. It, it's AI. 
It's AI. I mean, one A and one B for AI and Joel. But AI is, uh, you know, I love him. He's, I loved, I've never loved an athlete more. He's the reason I, I love the Sixers. He just, the way he played with, you know, you know, guys, I don't have to explain. It's fucking AI. Yeah. <laughs> AI is number one. Embiid's number two. Um, I was going to say, I mean, I, look, you know, I'm one dimensional. I'm all, I'm all Sixers. But um, so three and four are George pl- Lynch. No. Uh, Harper. <laughs> J- Jermaine Jones was going to be number five. <laughs> oh, <laughs> cotton for yeah. Jermaine Jones. Yeah, yeah. Jermaine Jones. <laughs> That's so cancelable now. Yeah. And the- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, three and four politically correct. Well, not even Foles. I mean, he gave us a Super Bowl. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Um, it's all thanks to him. The fucking big dick Nick for crying out loud. This is is his common nickname. Uh, so AI Embiid falls, and then four and five. I don't know. Honestly, like TJ really could be on there, and um, we'll put TJ at four, and then five. Uh, probably Matt Stairs. Honestly, wow, Ooh, wow. I love that. No, I someone, someone from that that World Series Phillies team. Foles is up there for the Super Bowl. Who did I love on that fucking Phillies team? I don't know. Shane Victorino. We'll go with Shane. Oh, the flying good. Hawaiian. Love that I like Shane. Yeah, June. First one, Embiid. I love him so much. Like, I want him to be happy. And it, I think Dave always mentioned this. It's like, it's crazy how he's still alive and still playing basketball for us. Like, it's, it's honestly insane. Like, he has, he's number one for me. And then second, AI for sure. You know, because, I don't know, he's like Sixers basketball. He's what Philly sports all about. Brings it every game. He played hurt. He... Well, he complained, but he brought it every game. That's all that mattered. Who cares about practice? Uh, and the third one, Shane Victorino, because I yeah. thought I kind of looked like him. Yeah, <laughs> I was like I see it. You know, you know, you know. I have maybe I can be a professional athlete. Like he's not that tall. Like, so that was one. Fourth, Hugh Douglas. Wow, oh, let's go. I don't know if you guys remember him, but like, oh yeah. When I, I when I first came here, like in two thousand, like I didn't watch football ever. And then when I watched the Eagles play and this guy gets a sack and starts dancing, me and my dad, we loved that. And we're like, wow, he's, he's, he's the best player on this team. So I still remember Hugh Douglas. Uh, was that my fourth? Yeah. yeah. Five now. And then fifth, uh, Brandon Graham. Wow. I, that's I, so think, good. I think Nuge remembers this, how much I hated Brandon Graham when we drafted him. I was like, how is he going to play? Like he doesn't even play the right position. And then he got fat, like, his first two years, like, didn't play, got hurt. And then he has the most incredible play in Super Bowl history. Like, it was Biggest play in Eagles history. Amazing. June, I have, to, I have to say, I, Joey said T.O. earlier, and it just made me remember. I've, you broke the T.O. news to me. On, uh, I'll never forget that morning before school in seventh grade. Your away message was T.O. has landed. Well, I still remember that, yeah. Me? You, Dave, Juju. you broke you broke Chris Weber to me. I remember that. Uh, yeah, I remember that too. I think I called you in the morning before school. How your house at like six a.m. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, crazy violation on my part. It was oh, crazy. We it was C-Web though. Show, we got yeah. C-Web. <laughs> we got C-Web. I had to. I remember when we traded for him. I thought we were going to the finals. It was eleven p.m. News broke on Action News. Jim Gardner, and we got Chris Weber. Like, I, d- I I danced my way uh, all the way uh, all over the house. To pair with a real AI. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great list, guys. AI, hey, real quick. 
AI or Steph Curry? I've seen this conversation come up. Steph. It's 100% <laughs> Steph. It's, it's 1,000% Steph. Yeah. It's 1,000% Steph. Yeah, it's not even uh, close. Guys, that's, uh, that's all I have for you. It's getting late. We had a little late start, but I appreciate you coming on. I hope to see you on another pod before the playoffs, but this very well could be the last pod before the big dance. So, guys, go Sixers. Keep winning. Keep it up. Let's get that one seed. And that's most importantly, like Dave said, let's stay healthy. Peace. Guys, have a good night. Stop, fellas.